What's up? We're back. Morse Code Podcast. So, how are you? Good evening. Pretty good. Uh, short concert. Short concert. Okay. Um, we're actually... <laughs> bear with us. We're recording on a new platform this evening. Um, we are recording on Zoom. So, I don't know. I guess we can just say that without any repercussions. No sponsorship opportunities between uh, Skype and Zoom. Now, it, imagine it. I guess it'd be weird if, like, we recorded on Zoom, but somehow we got sponsored by Skype. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That'd be an awkward, um, like, ad read. Certainly an awkward ad read. Certainly an awkward uh, sponsorship negotiation. However, that came down. But I don't know. So far, so good. So let's just roll with it. But if for some reason, um, I don't know, like the audio stops or your phone like self destructs. Um, if you're listening to this on your iPhone, then call call Zooms like. Customer service. Don't 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 bother us with that shit. It's only so much we can do. Yeah, we we're um, not Zoom guys. Definitely not Zoom guys. Um, anyway, what's uh, what's going on? I don't know. It's sort of like I feel like we're in a bit of like a hiatus right now, as far as sports goes. We're kind of just waiting at this point. Yeah, um, not a waiting lot. To like, fail. <laughs> at this point, it's like you know. You're probably months past watching old sports games. Oh, we had the last that. dance. Are they um, still showing those old sports think, games? Yeah, the other night I was on NBA TV and they showed um, Zion's like debut. Sounds oh, cool, so like I guess. Six months ago. Yeah, <laughs> I remember. <laughs> Not that exactly one. a classic. Mm-hmm. Instant classic. Hardwood classics. <laughs> um, Pat Mahomes got paid a bunch of money last night. That's pretty cool, I guess. He did. Ridiculous um, amount of money. Half half of a billion dollars. <laughs> I never thought I'd see the day where a football player would get that money ever. Oof. I don't know how much is guaranteed. I know it's up to like 503. Mm-hmm. I think I think like well for the first number that came up was 400. Is it 400 guaranteed? I thought that I saw it was placed for 10 years. That's fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. That is fucking nuts. Good for him. Um, and it's interesting. I was listening to something on the, I was in the car earlier. It's like, you literally can't ask him to do any, he's literally, he couldn't, he can very challenging for him to get off to a better start than he did his first full year. He won MVP, bunch of broke a rec, bunch of, uh, broke a bunch of records was one controversial play short of going to the Super Bowl, And I think they would have won that Super Bowl against the Rams won the Super Bowl last year. It's like, he really has no arguments against them at the negotiation table. Like I, I think I, I think I should get five hundred million. If yeah. you can tell me a reason why not, I'm all ears. But I certainly can't think of one right now. If somehow kind of funny he goes looking. the route, yeah, funny looking, funny sounding. Um, if somehow he goes the route of like, let's say he makes a bunch of Super Bowls and a bunch of AFC championships, mm-hmm. but only wins one or doesn't win any, 
Mm. I wonder what that backlash is going to be because it's like, well, it's not like the Kansas City Chiefs were perennial. You know, if if that does play out, then ten years from now we'll be saying he pretty much turned them into the Patriots. But at the mm. same time, if you only win, you know, one, for example, yeah, people are going to really question that, and it's like, well, he he came out, he started out on top. All pretty much you're saying if he doesn't win a Super Bowl every year, is that the expectation? No, I think 10 years, I think he can win four in 10 years. Yeah. Yeah. I saw the popular over under was like two and a half. I would would go over two and a half. I would definitely go over three and a half is tough. That's, that's a pretty good line to me. But the other thing is it's like, they're investing a lot of money in one person. I can only assume that's going to take away from other opportunities as well. So I wouldn't be surprised if he gets into a Brady scenario where like halfway down the road, it's like, all right, like either we need to restructure this fucking thing or like we can't field the team around you. Yeah. Um, you kind of got to go one way or the other. So I, I'm sure that's where it'll go, but I, I, I don't know. I mean, they'd be my pick to win the Super Bowl this year. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I, I think it's either them or, I mean, it's kind of early to be to be saying that the Bucks are um, up there as Super Bowl favorite. But. I don't see that at all. I, no. I just don't get how. I don't see how. Basically, the only change you're making, and again, it is it is a drastic change, it is flip flopping Jameis Winston for Tom Brady. I just, I again, we talk about this all the time. I just think Tom Brady's been very romanticized over the past couple of years as far as his performance goes. I don't. He's 43 years old. Like, I just, I don't know. I think he's going to be an upgrade from Jameis Winston. As long as he literally, you could be an upgrade from Jameis Winston if you throw 15 interceptions, um, to be honest with you. Um, So, I don't know. We'll see. I I think, real quick takes, I would go Chiefs. I just think the Saints are due to go to the Super Bowl. Yeah, that's going to be my next pick, too. They've gotten fucked, like, the last three or four years. I, I just think they're due. Um, who else is out there? San Fran, I guess. Seattle. I do kind of like Seattle this year. I, I was going to say the this... Vikings, but then I remember that Stefan Diggs they lost Bills now, right? Yeah, correct. Correct. Um, I think the Packers should win that division again. I heard somewhere today, I mean, they asked who's the third best team in the AFC since the Cam Newton signing. I don't think there's anyone that jumps out right in front of me. Above New England? No. Kansas City, Baltimore. Maybe, I don't know, maybe Houston, maybe, I don't know. Like, I, I think the AFC just kind of stinks right now. Outside Houston of got Cooks, right? Top-heavy teams. They got Cooks, lost Hopkins, got David Johnson. Uh, Pittsburgh has Ben coming back. Hopkins Cleveland got sent in, to the Cardinals? Correct. Yep, they're a sneaky team this year, too. Ridiculous trade. Um, Cleveland's an ultimate wild card, too. Cleveland on paper, I I don't see how that team doesn't win 10 games, but I can easily see them going 7-9, and and 8-8. I'd like them to make the playoffs, at least. It'd be interesting. I think they can make the playoffs. They just have so much talent there that it's it's a disappointment that they're not good. Like, they weren't fun to watch last year. Like, people watched them because you're expecting something exciting to happen. 
And the most exciting thing they did all year was get into a fight with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Like outside of that, they had a very forgetful season. OBJ was a ghost. Um, You know, they have Kareem Hunt for the full, full time, full time availability this year as well. Uh, The other news that came out was David Njoku wants a trade as well. I would love him in new England, young athletic Mm. tight end. Um, But that's, that's the way it goes now. Participation trophy environment. You don't like where you are? Walk upstairs and ask for trade. <laughs> I don't want to work here anymore. Send me somewhere else. <laughs> I wish real life you worked that way. You pay for it. <laughs> you pay to send me. I want you to keep paying me my salary, but I want you to send me to another team. Yeah. And it better be a good team that I want to go to. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, if you don't do this, I'm just not going to fucking play. <laughs> yeah. I'm just not going to show up to work. And you still have to pay me. And you, yeah. So I, I, I want to make sure this is on the record. You're still going to pay me. <laughs> I'm not going to play. Um, I think we're, I think that's any, any questions? <laughs> yeah. Um, we will both look bad in the interim, but I'm oh, a player, God, so yeah. it doesn't matter that much. And I don't mm-hmm. give a shit. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And I'm going to blast this all over social media. Yeah. Um, cool. Good meeting. I'm going to head out. <laughs> I'm certainly not coming in tomorrow. So, uh, <laughs> balls in your court you let me know what you want to do (laughs) um what else there are some things you wanted to talk about a lot of a lot of stuff circulating in the news some sports related some not um what's been on your mind lately so people want to know yeah um man my dog's been asking me the same thing and i was like wait wait till we record Mm -hmm. i give you the news um no uh, a certain website which I'm not even going to name them because at this point, if <laughs> most of our friends our age follow this website. Yeah. And uh, the reason I bring them up is because they were started as a sports website and then mm. they delved into like pop culture and comedy. Whatever. I heard they were built, they were built um, on a brick, brick by brick foundation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Brick by brick and certainly one slice at a time. Uh, yeah. Sorry, one bite at a time. Um, yeah. I don't know how that applies to bricks, but. Very, very um, minimal rules, yes. tell you that, but um, very strict nonetheless. Yeah, uh, and everyone is aware of the rules. Everybody <laughs> knows the rules. Yeah. So reason we bring them up is because uh, it's crazy that this, this episode is going to get a little heavy, um, which is mm-hmm. a different change from what we've talked about in the past. But at the same time, I feel like it's, it, it would be it'd be foolish of us to completely ignore it because of, I yeah, agree. because of how much of a um, impact this website has on like pop culture, at least among people our age. And now at yeah. this point, because they're so big on social media and Twitter, these guys are going at other media platforms, which is crazy. Mm-hmm. Anyways, the biggest story that came out and I'll try to sum it up as quickly as I can. Well, I mean, is, just, just so we're talking about Barstool sports. We are. Yes, we are. <laughs> Unless you were still talking about, um, what was that magazine we were talking about a couple weeks ago? Gardening, gardening Lifestyle Weekly. <laughs> or gardening for Sport Quarterly. Um, I thought we were talking about the uh, Maxim Magazine controversy. Oh, God. Not enough time for that. I don't want to dive into that one. We try to keep the show pretty apolitical. Um, yeah. yeah, Barstool's been in the news. Their founder's been in the news. Um, but you had some thoughts. Go ahead. Yeah, so just to like tell that incident really quickly. Essentially, yeah. some videos resurfaced where 
he said some outright heinous racist things about Kaepernick. Sure. Um, and then by, by virtue of that, about black people. Um, and then there's a, a separate video from the same year, 2016, where he was reciting, he was singing along to Ja Rule, Living It Up. And he yeah, said uh, the choice word, which sure. we all know, especially, especially now, it's always been wrong. It's always yep. been offensive and racist. Yep, 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 yep. Um, people are just getting called out for it more now, um, even if it was said in the past. So mm-hmm. that's a story. Like, uh, whatever, just to catch people up. My, not my takeaway, but I guess what I wanted to say about the whole thing was like, um, we're living in a time where I think a lot of the attention is rightly on systematic oppression and racism and how that affects black America. Mm-hmm. But as a person of, we, we joke about you and I being a couple white guys. Now that we're on video, um, I just That's found out that bag. I'm not. Yeah, I guess I'm not. I've never no. been in front of a mirror or a camera. Yeah. So first time for me. everything. I mean, your Instagram handle doesn't do it much justice either, but no, at Cambodian Prince underscore, in case you're wondering. <laughs> at Cambodian <clears throat> Prince underscore, not a white guy. <laughs> So now, now it makes my stories that I'm about to tell make a little more sense, which yeah. I like, I don't want sympathy. I don't want any condolences or anything like that. No. Cause I, I'll put it this way. Like I've, I've lived a great life. I have plenty of great friends. Most mm-hmm. of them are white just because mm-hmm. I've lived in New Hampshire my whole life. Um, and I don't feel like I've ever been held back because of how I look, but mm-hmm. I will say that the point so you of, are, you're, what is your, your Cambodian? hundred percent. One hundred percent Cambodian. Nice. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay Full <man>. blooded. <laughs> um so yeah, I guess what I wanted to say is that sometimes it isn't even the the systematic and feeling like um organizations and infrastructures are set up against you, mm-hmm. which that is awful. Sometimes it can be even simpler than that, where people just feel like they're, they don't feel like they're equal or being looked at as equal. And I just want to bring attention to that just to point out, like, you know, if you know someone who's a minority, this could give you a little perspective in terms of they, they might not be seen, you might not see them get called a nasty word Mm -hmm. or uh, maybe like get held back from getting a certain job because of the way that they look. But trust me, there are things in everyday life here in New Hampshire that mm-hmm. happen to people who, who look like me or, or whoever um, mm-hmm. that we consider like just as important to know about. So I guess without further ado, I'll go into these and, you know, you can react if you want. Um, mm-hmm. It's more just to, yeah, just to get the word out. So I was thinking back to, and I hate to put these as a, as a list of like some of the, the other dumb shit I've contributed to the show, but there's no sure. other way to transition into these. So I'm just going to yeah. go into them. Um, so yeah, thinking back and some of these are from like middle school. Some of these are from pretty mm-hmm. recent times, but they're all, they're all things that like irritated the shit out of me. So one gotcha. of, one of the first things that came to mind is you and I both went to UNH university mm-hmm. of New Hampshire, mm-hmm. Durham. Yes. I, I know that. Two, four. Yeah. <laughs> I certainly know that. Um, 
And I, I had a great time there. Hmm. Met plenty of awesome people. You, I did meet you. I don't know if I would throw you into the awesome category, but I did mm-hmm. meet you in case anyone mm-hmm. is wondering for background on the show. Mm-hmm. And uh, It's on our Wikipedia page, but okay. Worth yeah. mentioning again. So, so one of the things I remember is that walking into, you know, UNH, the college is very representative of the population that you'd find throughout the state, which is that it's predominantly white. White. Um, yep. The only, you know, groups of minorities that I can see that I could say that I saw on a regular basis were if uh, guys from the football or basketball team were together yep. and most of those guys are black. I'm pretty and, sure the actual number was 1%. Really? It, it was either one or five. And I'm Neither's honestly great. leaning towards one. <laughs> neither, neither is very high. Um, <laughs> neither is certainly not noticeably high. I don't know if that was just black students or that's way too low for non-white students in general. Yeah. Um, Maybe black students was 1% and non-white was 5%, but that still seems way, way, way too low. But anyway, predominantly white school. Yeah. So, uh, so then, you know, you go to class, you're, Mm -hmm. I'm probably one of two or three minorities, even in a a larger, say 40 person class, whatever. That doesn't matter to me as much. Mm -hmm. What, what was really not tough, but where I felt it the most was going to parties that, yeah. And I've never said this. I've never said this to to Dan, to you. I've never said it mm-hmm. to you. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've really ever told anyone just because I was like, no, no one's really going to be able to empathize with this. Um, mm-hmm. Basically, like you go into a party, let's say you go into a frat or even a, a house party. And most of the time, those parties are tons of people. Uh, like you go with your group of friends initially, but you, you, you get separated. Those friends know other people at the party. Um, so they like start to go out, hang out with them. Yeah, that's fine. Can't blame anyone for that. There were just times where if that did happen, um, whereas the average, well, I guess, I guess I gotta say the average white person could just like look down at their phone or something like that. Mm-hmm. With me, when I've, when I walk through a party, um, and try to divert attention from myself, I always felt like people were looking at me and sometimes mm-hmm. I was right. Sometimes I was wrong it was just never a very comfortable situation. Cause I always knew yep. that like, depending on who you meet and then go to hang out with at those parties, some people, even when they haven't met you will say something that you might consider to be offensive. And I'll give an example where if you and I are talking about something and let's say you make a joke about me, whatever it is, like I, I'll let that fly a hundred percent just cause we're friends and right. we're at that point. Well, at the same point, I, I, I wouldn't say anything like that. Like the day I met you, exactly. it obviously takes time to build trust with your group of friends and shit like that. Exactly. I mean, not and, that it's right, but you know what I mean? I think everyone can attest to that. Right. Um, but then like relating it to the Barcel story where, you know, he, he was singing the, the lyrics to a song, the way that he defended it was he said that, um, you know, if he was with his black friends and they were in a car, yeah. uh, yeah. they would have been completely fine with him saying that. And it's like, well, dude, you, you just, you, you weren't in a, in a car with a group of your friends. You just 100%. put this out to the world on social media. And that reminds me of these times where um, I've had situations where people will say something that's like questionable. Mm-hmm. I, I don't want to get into the specifics of it, but you know, mm-hmm. It clearly, especially when people are drunk, it clearly has a, 
a racial tint to it or it could mm-hmm. be confused as that so it's like oh man like you, you don't even know me and you want to you want to say some shit like that so it's tough for me to to see what he did and be like oh well he just thought that it was cool because in most situations but that, that, that he's in, that's cool to go back to that specific scenario that's absurd like yeah. you're literally on the difference between that platform and I guess this could go for anyone, but the difference between a, a widespread platform like that and justifying it by saying, it's okay, I've done this before with a group of friends in a car, which is no more than four people, that's fucking mm-hmm. outrageous. Yeah. If you can actually think like that and think that's okay. I don't know if- <laughs> To equate like that, those two things. 100%. I don't know if, if, if he thought it was, if he legitimately thought that justified it or that was like, really the only defense he thought he might have, but I've heard people talk about that before too. And I've been in that situation, not, not me saying those words, but I've been in a group of friends with white people and black people. And you know, I'm, I'm a white person. I listen to rap music. My friends know that. Uh, I certainly don't sing along lyric for lyric. If I'm, if I'm with a black person, let alone a black friend, you just, that's kind of just like an unwritten rule. You know what I mean? It's like, if you want to do it in front of a million people, why does it feel okay that you would do it in front of a handful of people, whether you know them or not? And I I can never put my, I, maybe it's just me, but I've never been in a situation where it's like, Hey, talking to like a black friend. Hey, do you mind if I, if I, you know, recite this lyric for lyric and say the N word around you just figured I'd ask first. I would never (laughs) fucking think to say that. So my understanding is if I'm a, you know, if that's my thought process, I just can't imagine how that would even get brought up. You would have to do it. And then I feel like when someone says, Oh, I have a pass with my friends. You didn't ask them, you did it. And they didn't beat the shit out of you. So you think, okay, I I can do it with them. It's cool. I'm cool now, but it's similar to a crutch that's been going around as well. And it's kind of come up with like some of the black lives matter stuff where a lot of people feel like, Oh, I can say this because it's okay. I have a black friend or I have a gay friend or I have a, you know, transgender friend or something like that. And they just use that crutch to fucking say whatever they want. That, that doesn't mean shit. No, that's absurd. And I'm sure your black friend, gay friend, whatever friend would hundred percent agree and say, say the same fucking thing. Yeah. They would just be like, okay, well, like, you're, you're exploiting our shit. friendship to be able to do some, to be able to say something that, you know, yeah. I would find offensive. Yep. I'm with you, man. I've never, I've never understood that. Never have, never will. Um, but yeah, that's, 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 that's interesting, man. Coming from your, from your perspective. There's also just times where, you know, and just to quickly go back to his story about, Oh, I would mm-hmm. say that in uh, mm-hmm. a car with four of my friends. Okay. <laughs> cool. Take out your four friends and put in four random black people. You yep. still would not say that in a nope. small audience where you didn't know the people. So yeah. what did you think was going to happen when you put it to millions of people on social media? So yeah. it's like, dude, that is a, a crazy defense that it didn't take long it's not to, even a defense. to debunk that. Yeah, it's, it's not. It's crazy. Here's the other part of that story. Um, and again, I don't know how many of our followers, our followers, how many of our friends, whoever listens to this show follows Barstool and even knows what the fuck we're talking about. But what really made it almost indefensible was... And again, this all kind of really came to fruition when that, that other podcast came out after where it was a group of black Barstool employees going mm-hmm. on and just talking about it, which was actually 
pretty entertaining. Um, but anyway, there were so many testimonies and it wasn't even the, it was like, uh, I think PFT, Coley Mick, white guys said the same thing. They said, we were in the room when Dave did this and he asked around the room, do you think this is a good idea? Or like, you know what I'm saying? Like, do you think this is funny? How do you think this will get responded? And everybody told him, no, it's a terrible idea. I don't think you should do it. And he still did it. So after I heard that part of it, it's like, there's no excuse. Like, it's crazy how you can defend it when people literally told you this is going to offend me. Yeah. And I still did it. And now the other side of that coin is that he's the boss. He's their boss. And now, you know, maybe I'm paraphrasing here, but, and it's tough because this is fucking barstool sport. So I don't know, I don't know what's a act, what's, you know, um, not scripted, but you know what I mean? Like what's, yeah. Uh, like what's, what's for content? their stick and what's stick. Yeah, exactly. Um, but it basically came out something along the lines of, well, I think he, <laughs> he had that quote, of basically I'm uncancelable. And then like, I'm your boss. I can do whatever I want. Like, sorry if you don't agree or sorry if I offended you, but blah, 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 blah. After all that, because if I just saw that clip out of context, I'd be like, you know what? That's, that's pretty fucked up. He made a mistake. He shouldn't have done that. But all these testimonies prove he knows he shouldn't have done that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's just yeah. like, I, I, I can't think of a rhyme or reason how this would be okay. No, and there's just no remorse. So I don't know. It's kind of is what it is. And that's not even the, that's not even mentioning the Colin Kaepernick stuff too. That was the initial video that came out. Yeah. Um, I don't know. A lot of crazy, a lot of crazy shit. The, um, the other story that I wanted to tell was, um, these are a couple of quick ones. These just reminded mm-hmm. me of, I used to work in a retail store. Mm-hmm. And so obviously we'd see, you know, a pretty good variation or diversity of customers. Mm-hmm. And I worked in, um, I guess the city of New Hampshire, the biggest metropolitan area of New Hampshire. So mm. yeah, we, we would see the most diversity there out of any other place. And for the most part, it was fine. But then occasionally um, people would just say some crazy shit and mm. no, and <laughs> I think the most insane part is that they knew they would get away with it. There was nothing I could do because I was just the employee and uh, I think mm. those people are just like, well, I'm, I'm the white guy in this situation. So what are you going to do about it? <laughs> so like I what? remember this, this guy came in and uh, he had, I'll say I worked in a technology related store. Uh-huh. Okay. This guy came in um, and I wasn't necessarily a technician. I just helped sell those things. And mm. he wanted us to fix his computer. Mm-hmm. The, my store helped sell things that, um, that work with computers. Yeah, we didn't yeah. sell computers. So number one, he was already asking me to do something that we don't do. Um, <laughs> so I was already Good kind story. of annoyed. Uh, yeah. But number two, I, if I had to guess, he was in his 70s. And mm. what he said to me was, he was like, oh, well, I, um, I, I wanted you to fix it, but meaning me specifically mm-hmm. as mm-hmm. opposed to like any of the other employees standing at the front of the store. It's like, I wanted you to fix it. Cause I figured that you'd be the best at this. And I was like, okay, mm, here we go. What? <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and so wow. I actually did ask him, I, I think I said something Good like, what do you, what do you mean? Or, or like, why, what did you say? 
And yeah. he's like, well, yeah, I figured that you'd be the best at it because Orientals tend to be good with technology. And I was like, wow. holy shit. So what this a guy, line. This guy didn't realize that the first thing that he said was crazy. <laughs> and then he doubles down with Oriental, which is a word that like it's most people don't even use anymore. No, um, man. I don't know if I consider myself offended by that word. What Oriental technically is, correct, again, please correct me if I'm wrong. That goes back to like food, right? Like Oriental food? Or is it actual like a um, culture? I think it's like always just been... Geographic thing. I want to say that it's it started out as uh, referring to a specific race, but then it oh, okay. became racist when mm. people started using it to to cover like anyone that they thought was Asian, Asian people. And then at that general. point it was like, okay, yeah. now, now this is kind of a slur. I got you. I remember the, my only experience with Oriental is maybe they changed the, the packaging, but the Oriental flavored ramen noodles. I think they were the pink <laughs> yeah. one. No pink was salmon. You know what I'm talking about? No pink, pink, or was oh, yeah. pink, pink was shrimp. shrimp, pink was shrimp. <laughs> and then um, they're fucking delicious. Um, yeah. I still know how deeply rooted and racist they were. So now I kind of feel bad for enjoying them. Um, I know that's that's why I'm like I don't damn. know myself uh, if that word. Should is, I eat this? I'm is, fucking uh, starving. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I think for the most part, people consider it offensive. I, oh, I definitely I don't do. deal with it too much. So yeah, outside of ramen noodles, I really I promise you, bro, it's it's not a part of my vocabulary whatsoever. <laughs> you, have my, yeah. you have my word. <laughs> So wow, that, that's fucked up. I can literally crazy. picture that guy in my head. And then, um, and then I had another guy who. Wait, wait. So, so time out. So go back. So, what did you say to him after he said that? Just like uh, I did. So I didn't help him. I said, um, "Nice." I, I think I just said, "Fuck you, you Yankee." <laughs> Dude, when I get mad, I, I feel like I almost feel like myself starting to tremble. Um, mm. But I just had, had to kind of compose myself and just say something mm. like, "Like." Yeah, sorry, I can't help you out. I think I made up the fact that, like, I just couldn't help him out specifically yeah, for yeah. what Good he for was you. doing, which yeah. wasn't even that much of a stretch of the truth. <laughs> and he's like, "Oh, well, I, I, I hope I didn't offend you, but by what I said." And he had said it in front of my mm. manager too. Mm. And my manager, I don't know if I don't know how I would have expected he, him or her uh-huh. to to back me up because mm. I don't know how I would have if the roles were reversed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right. Hmm. But nothing was said, and I was like, "Well, <sighs> okay. Well, now, now I'm on an island by myself because this guy kind of put me on a stage where I've got to defend myself, and now I also have an audience. Where yeah, yeah, this is just completely uncomfortable at this. I point. agree. Oh, for sure. I, I think you did the right thing. It's kind of interesting, man, because I mean, especially now, but through in general, and I'm glad you're bringing this stuff up as you know, you, you um, as um. Cambodian Asian background. I still think when people think racism, it just, it just negates to black and white mm-hmm. and that's it. That's kind of like, Oh, when you hear, I mean, and that's fair, not fair, but that's, I think the truth, you know, when people hear racism, it's a black and white thing, not an Asian thing or a, you know, you can go into the religious things and stuff like that. There's just a lot more to it. So not for nothing, there's a very good chance that guy probably thought he did nothing wrong. Yeah. I, I and think then, him, re, and then I think his, his counter or his apology, if you want to call it, was just based off your reaction. And he's probably, exactly. Oh fuck. I probably shouldn't have said that. Yeah. It's um, like, if I didn't act offended, but too late, he, he wouldn't have, 
He would have thought anything. Yeah, hundred percent. Good for you. Um, Similar situation. Another another person came in, and they had a the store I was working at. um, Depending on where customers worked at, they got a company discount off of certain items. Mm. So I, I rang something up for him and he was wrong. It was like, it was like it, if it had to, if it was a certain dollar amount um, limit. So if it was like mm-hmm. over a hundred bucks, didn't matter who you worked for, you couldn't get a uh, discount off of it. Mm. So I'm telling the guy. And um, at that point, you know, it was, if I hadn't tiptoed around it and just said it really directly and confidently, mm-hmm. there may not have been an issue, but regardless, mm-hmm. I told him, I was like, yeah, I'm like, sorry, sir. There's, there's no discount on this uh, because of the dollar amount. And he goes, Are you sure? Like I, I was here a couple of weeks ago and I, I got discounts on everything. Um, and I was like, yeah, no, it's a, uh, it's because of the type of item it is and the limit. Mm. And he goes, you're like, you're sure. Well, why don't you go at, why don't you go ask your boss? And you know, that's a line people always pull to, to, to be like, well, you probably don't know anything. So go ask your boss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At least yeah. people say it in that tone. Yeah, yeah, I agree. So I, I walked away. I went to go ask my boss just to double check. And I was right. So I come back nice. to him. I tell him that. And dude, I kid you not. This guy, this guy got so pissed at me that he didn't yell it. And he didn't say it like, he didn't even say it at this volume. He said mm-hmm. it um, somewhere between like under his breath and mm-hmm. this volume. He mm-hmm. was like, He's like, oh, you fucking gook. And no I was like, way. Yeah, I swear wow. to God. What fucking year was this? I swear to God, this was... 1943? <laughs> this was 2000, between 15 and 17, because that was towards you? the end. So you're like mid-20s? Was yeah. You're an adult. Yeah, yeah. Um, like, so Jesus. I was between 26 and 28 at the time. And this guy was in his early 40s. Clearly guy, like a dad. Yeah, yeah. yeah He's a white yeah, guy. Yeah. Uh mm. really, I mean, I don't I don't even think that uh I need to describe him physically, but he was just a a, a mm. pretty big, stocky guy. He must have been six three, six four. So, you know, he I think he thought, like, okay, I can intimidate this kid. I don't mm. give a shit what anyone says in this store. Wow. What a loser. Um, I'll say whatever. Yeah. So <laughs> uh so then I knowing that the store was busy and that there wasn't going to be enough, um, there was plenty of background noise to yeah, yeah, yeah. anything I said. Mm-hmm. I think I said something like, like, I want to say that I told him that he could kiss my ass or something. And then mm. I walked away. Um, and well, while, you say that to I people, did, you say that to people when you're not mad either. So you must've said something like really, really. <laughs> I mean, it's something a little more offensive than that, but, um, <laughs> essentially i was walking mm. to my boss to be like hey we got like Bro. someone who's kind of unruly right now sure. i won't even tell you this the shit that he said to me yet we'll address that later but the guy's pissed about keeping uh, high on this dude. discount so that mm. that manager goes talks to him um and like she helps him while i'm standing pretty close by to them so i'm like man this guy is uh this guy better not get his way and he didn't yeah. which is yeah. good and eventually he um he went back to the stand where he had picked up whatever it was that he originally wanted to buy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think he said one more, one more comment to me that was equally racist. I just can't <sighs> remember what it was. And wow. I was like, all right, that's cool. But this is the kind of shit that uh, you wouldn't think would happen in fucking New Hampshire at just yep. a technology store. A guy comes in to buy, mm-hmm. let's call it just mm-hmm. a, a fucking extension cord or something. 
mm-hmm. and it erupts into him using, you know, that's the Asian equivalent of the, the N word is like, mm-hmm. dude, I don't think I've ever been called that. Nah, bro. I, yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> it's like that, that word is so rare. Yeah. That you don't even see it in, I mean, the N word is in music, uh, but you also hear mm-hmm. it in, in movies too. Mm-hmm. You don't hear the word gook in pretty much anything besides nah. it. Maybe Grand Torino. <laughs> Grand Torino. <laughs> yep. The last one I'll say, um, mm-hmm. and we'll uh, we'll transition after this. But mm-hmm. uh, let me see here. I think this is at work too. I wish I could. Bro, you need to get exactly a new situation. fucking job. <laughs> uh, I think what happened was. Um, Either I was at work or I would, or I was a customer and I had gone out to eat somewhere. No, it must have been mm-hmm. at work because it was a situation where someone had to like kind of interact with me, not vice versa. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I introduced myself. Sometimes I would give a, I would say my name was, I, w- I would tell them that my name was Soapy, but then I would say, but you can call me. And then I'd fill that in with like, yeah, yeah. yeah. I would tell people sometimes my name was fucking Cody just because right. I was like, this is easier for them to remember. I, um, yeah, mm. and somewhere in the middle of this interaction this man or woman um told me that they were impressed by my english oh, god <laughs> jesus they're like uh wow you speak re- you speak really good english like no accent whatsoever and i was just like yeah i was born yeah here. thanks <laughs> been doing it <laughs> like, for 30 years yeah like wow. uh like it's impossible oh you must not be from around here, um, but great work See, on English. Like, something like teacher. that, though. Something like that, though, is so subtly racist. It's almost exactly. worse than like, because he wasn't trying to be racist. No, that goes back to like the systematic argument. Yeah, that's that's almost. Well, I don't, I don't, I don't know if this is true, but I'm not saying that's almost worse than like what that other guy did. But that other guy, his intention was to say something racist to hurt you, because mm-hmm. that was all he had. This guy is, I don't, I don't know. It's like, hey, what's, what's the benefit of even saying that? Like, what's the point? Right. Like, are you truly trying to compliment this full-grown ass adult on speaking English? It'd be different if you were like, well, it'd be different if you spoke any lick of broken English, but from based on one sentence, that's pretty clear that that's not the case. <laughs> you right. know what I mean? So, yeah, I don't know. That's almost like... It's almost like um, like someone talking to like uh, a woman and just being like, oh, wow, like, you know. You look great for only being four months along. No, but something like, oh, like you really know how to work like that. I don't know, like lawnmower or like you really know how to yeah. like, wow, I, really impressive with your knowledge on politics or sports or something where it's like these old ass like stereotypes that are so outdated and just not va- valid. Um is crazy because that just goes back to how people think what they're in how they were raised their stereotypes of seeing someone of color and <laughs> complimenting them on doing something well that they were raised on anyway so it's really you know what i mean it's just it's it's silly the, uh, that's the thing that it leads one. to the thing that it leads to thick with, one. with like me and i think i think other people can identify with this too is that you almost start to get in your own head where once she said that, I was like, okay, Wait, was a woman? we've been talking for about 20 minutes at this point. Does that mean for the past 20 minutes? 20 minutes? 
Yeah, we had been talking wait, for wait, a wait. while. Maybe, maybe I misunderstood the scenario. I thought you said you were at like a restaurant. And no, this was I think like this waiter. was a customer. So I oh, was my bad. So I, I was thought helping this them. was. I don't know. I don't know where I went off on this, but I thought this was like a waiter or like a waitress, like talking to you <laughs> at your table. You were talking no. to this person for a long time. Yeah, I had been talking to them for a while. So we were just having a conversation about whatever I was helping with them at the same store. Yeah, yeah. And um, it was in the middle of that that she said that. Have I mentioned? And, the, <laughs> and how, then how I was like, away I am? so hold on. Does that mean this whole time that we were talking, you were like, number one, trying to figure out where I was from. Number two, trying to figure yeah. out my background in terms of like, oh, damn, like what school did he go to? Like, this, this is pretty good English. I've never seen a guy like you speak with a voice and non-accent like that I'm like, this guy's speaking american <laughs> so then it so then the 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 real detriment that it causes is that then in like another situation let's say i, I help another customer and mm-hmm. i just go into that into that next interaction being like is this going to happen again like yeah. is someone else going to mm-hmm. put me on the spot and i think that's the worst part is that like growing up people also used to ask me every year in elementary school and i don't know when it stopped but people would ask me usually teachers would be like do you celebrate christmas and on the one hand that is an Ooh. innocuous question because they're they're genuinely curious yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess. um but i always just wanted to be like can you ask me in private and not in front of my class because right the, the worst part that you could do is put someone in the in the limelight and make them feel different even mm-hmm. though they're not i mean also I always what, if you, answer, what like, if you say no which is totally fine. Yeah. Now it's like, okay, you want to fucking talk about it? Like, where <laughs> yeah, is this so, going? <laughs> what's your Can follow I get that up question day off? to that? <laughs> right. Dude, it was the worst. It, it used to fucking piss Very me off because I was just like, yeah. okay, now you can ask me that. Um, I have no problem answering, but now everyone is looking at me and all I want to do is blend in. I just want to be mm-hmm. another guy. I don't want to be seen as whatever. I'm proud of being different, but at the same time, I just want to be part of the crowd the way that everyone else is i don't i don't want to be like right feel like i'm on stage where everyone's looking at me like oh does he it's a good question does he yeah. celebrate christmas hmm. what what do we think if he does what do we think if he doesn't what is his religion i used to get that question uh do you practice religion like are you buddhist and just <laughs> shit like that and it's like some of those questions are are yeah. fine in in context sure i, I don't think that they're I don't think they're offensive at all. If you just ask me one-on-one mm-hmm. um, and they might not be considered offensive in a group setting, but I could definitely see how other people might feel the same way what I did, which is well, that it dude, depends this is on- annoying. And now you're, you're, uh, you're making a spectacle out of me. Correct. And I just don't want like the whole cl- classroom looking at me. It, it definitely depends on the situation. Um, I think that's totally fair. So when you say like class, are you talking like elementary school? Yeah. That's, that's totally totally un uncalled for yeah it's just super unprofessional and it was it was i know or i i feel pretty confident in saying with how sensitive times are now that a teacher probably wouldn't ask that question but no this wasn't all that long ago this was right um late 90s into the early 2000s but yeah yeah, sensitivities change and no it doesn't matter it's like it, it it's not even from a i don't know racial or you know cultural standpoint it could be like you just don't put people in that situation like there's mm-hmm. no what's 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 the best case scenario yeah i celebrate christmas okay great 
Uh, like you said, that's best case scenario. Now everyone, exactly, little kids. Oh, why did you ask him that? What else does he celebrate? What else doesn't he celebrate? Mm-hmm. How else is this fucking kid different from me? <laughs> yeah, and me. then they start asking the questions when when yeah. it's like uh, we're in in, in a one on one situation. And then I'm like, dude, do I have to fucking answer this question again? Right. <laughs> mm. It got so old, and it wasn't like you know I didn't go home crying about it. I wasn't. Mm-hmm. I didn't like tell my parents or anything like that. I was just like. God damn it. This is just so such a stupid thing that I should have to deal with. So yeah. for me to say that as a, uh, just as an anecdote of, of my childhood and, and upbringing for those to be, you know, things that I consider things that I wish I had never experienced, mm-hmm. then, then try to, then try to compare that at all to what a person a black person in america is going through right now it's like Mm -hmm. well those two things aren't even close but um, right i can certainly identify with even the smallest things have Mm -hmm. a detrimental effect well well it it goes back yeah it goes back to like i was saying about that woman like talking about your english or how well spoken or whatever like the fact that those subtle things probably happen all the time like i'm sure your those situations aren't unique just to you Mm -hmm. Uh, i'm sure other you know, Asian people or people who aren't white go through that shit all the time. It's not as obviously it's not like, like the stuff we see on the news now, that's blatant racism. Yes. Like that's <laughs> obvious. This stuff is, like I said, I, I'm not saying it's worse, but it's just a whole different thing where it's just so subtle. It's not even the people who are saying it are, don't even see a problem with it. And it's yeah. just, it's happening all the time to your point. It's, it's, I'm sure it's like you said, it's, it's, it's really annoying and unnecessary. Obviously it's nothing like physical or anything mm-hmm. like that. Um, but yeah, it, it, it's crazy, man. It makes me think too, you know, to be honest with you, like, like you said, towards the beginning, a lot of this stuff is, is obviously contextual, like, you know, um, the way like you and I talk, or like, I'm sure you talk with like your other close friends it kind of comes down to just like a respect factor. Like if, if, if you don't know me, it's beyond disrespectful to say shit like that. You just, you would, you wouldn't do that. Exactly. Um, and again, you know, I'm not saying it's right. Like, it's not like we just hang out and I just make fun of you or anything like that, but <laughs> you know, I'm sure any group of friends can attest to that. Yeah. That there's some shit that you say within your group of friends. It, it all goes back to the fucking Portnoy barstool thing. It's like, yeah, th- but these are my friends. Like I'm, I'm okay with this. I'm, I'm the one who gets to make the decision. Like the person who's being offended gets to make the decision. So in that situation, it's not on someone like Dave Portnoy to make the decision if this is offensive or not. It's on the people who are being offended to make a decision if, if it's offensive or not. And if they decide your little story about getting away with this with your group of friends isn't good enough as an excuse, then it's not fucking good enough. And it's still offensive. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it's like in a group of friends, if like, we're sitting around and someone says, I don't know, like a, a Asian joke or something. And you say like, Hey, that's fucked up. It's not on the other person to say, no, 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 it's not. I was just kidding. <laughs> that's not your decision to make. <laughs> you don't get to decide. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you don't make right. that final call and what's offensive to me or not. So crazy times, man. Really interesting. Yeah. Which, uh, so I'm, I'm glad we're able to, um, kind of talk about that and uh, yeah, share sure. share our experiences from, you know, just being a, a common person in New Hampshire. But it brings experience. us... I don't have any. I, it's 
it's it's it's interesting to hear because growing up cliche white person i wouldn't even i hate to say it bro if i was like with you at that restaurant when the other ones are a little more blatant but that one about like you know you speak really well or whatever i might not react in, until i hear you react i think right. and i don't think that makes me a, a racist but it's like it's just so engraved subtly that it's just you don't think of that shit anymore yeah it's, it's just that like when you go into a situation as the minority, you already feel mm-hmm. different. When mm-hmm. someone else then points out a, another difference, it's like, God damn it, I already feel like I'm starting behind the eight ball. And mm-hmm. now you have to bring attention to, to something I wouldn't have even considered yeah, yeah, before yeah. talking to you. So mm-hmm. it is what it is. Um, but yeah, glad to, glad to get those stories out. Hope that, yeah, uh, thanks for sharing that. put I some mean, perspective. Yeah. And well, uh, I don't feel like that. I love you. All our listeners love you. I appreciate it. You know, uh, you know who the listeners really love, though. <laughs> Leahy. So there's a fo- uh, well, Leahy and a yeah. football team in Washington D.C. Oh boy, boy, have they been in the news? Um, talk about just subtle fucking racism that people don't talk about for years. It's mm-hmm. like, and I'll agree. I mean, I I watch sports. I'd watch. Cleveland Indians games, Washington Redskins games, I don't know, Atlanta Braves, Seminoles, whoever else is out there. But it's like, it's almost like, it's like if no one says anything, nothing's going to get done. And that's just accepted as is what it is. But as soon as someone mentions the thought or concept of maybe we should change this, I think it's like, yeah, like I, I agree. Maybe we should fucking change this. Like it's 2020. Like there's no... And, and you're talking specifically about Washington football, Washington Redskins. Yep. That's just a straight up slur. Like, yeah. There's, there's no nothing. rhyme or reason why that would be. <laughs> I guess I can see. I don't know. I guess I can see better why there's a team like the Cleveland Indians or Atlanta Braves or whatever. Washington Redskins, their logo is just an Indian Native American person's face. And just called the Redskins. Like that's no different than like if it was like a picture of a black person, they call them like the black skins or for mm-hmm. an Asian, like yellow skins or something. Like those are incredibly inappropriate. Yeah. But I, it's in the NFL, so it's okay. The uh the Indians one uh, I was talking to you about this off yeah. the show. That one is arguably worse because Because of the logo. Yeah, because logo of the certainly logo doesn't because help. They make it look cartoonish. And Correct. at that point, it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. okay, now we're not just going to be racist about this. It's not just a racist uh, like term or team mm-hmm. name. Mm-hmm. We don't even take you seriously. We're going to draw you like a Looney Tune. Agreed. If uh, yeah. like anyone, uh, I'm sure the listeners have seen it, but if mm-hmm. you look it up, it's same thing. Um, except this guy, instead of like the, the Redskin um, logo, I think it's a little darker complexion. Yeah, this yeah. Cleveland Indian is straight the, the, up lobster red. Yeah, the Redskins logo is more humanistic. Yeah. Yeah, logo, this guy... The, well, there's two. Like, you showed me the old, old one. That was absurd. That's straight out of, like, those banned Looney Tunes cartoons that mm-hmm. they don't show anymore. Like, orange skin, the big, the big red feather, oversized feather sticking out, the huge teeth. They changed it a little bit, like, in the 80s and 90s. Still over the top. Um... I think more recently, though, they've switched to just like that C logo more often. Yeah. 
I mean, that, that logo is still there. Don't get me wrong. I think they wear it sometimes like fucking throwbacks. Um, but they did switch to a logo. that's just a C like, I guess that's better. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, and the worst part of it is like, I can't see why you would fight to why your opinion would be so strong that you're fighting to not change it. Like if they were to change that logo or that team name for like Washington, that would in no way, shape or form like change like my life or like, like Mm -hmm. uh, put any sort of um, turmoil like in my life. If anything, I'll be like, yeah, I, I agree that, that that's fair. I agree with this. Uh, I'm not going to boycott the NFL. I'm not going to, I just don't see the other side of the argument. Like why the fuck do you care? I don't either. Uh, It's clear that people with all this stuff going on, that people just are fighting it to be like, no, no, this is the way things are. And that's, that's the way they they always have dangerous should be dangerous argument. So anyways, um, the, I did bring up the list. I brought up the list of the suggestions that, these are the betting odds too that go with them for um, the name change. Might as well gamble on it. And then just based off of some of these names, I mm-hmm. a lot of these are still like politically related, which I get they're in DC. Well, Ari, my wife is part Native American. Oh, is she really? Like for real. Yeah. I don't I know if she that. knows. I don't think she even knows about these teams to be honest with you. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I mean, I just think they've gotten away with it because it's just such a, such a small part of our population now. Certainly no thanks to white people. Um, (laughs) I don't know. I think that's just kind of, I can't imagine this flying for as long as it did with any other race or like religion or anything like that shit, you know, just not going to fly. But anyway, um, yeah. What are, I saw like the red tails warriors, Yep. Veterans, Lincolns, presidents, Americans, uh, memorials, monuments. Yeah, these are oh, such are terrible. strange names. Not those strange names, but terrible for a team name. Kings, Roosevelt's, uh, Red Hawks, oh, Jefferson, like <laughs> the Washington Jeffersons. Those don't make any sense. Um, yeah, just presidential Like, what's names? the mascot? <laughs> Washington Monuments. Actually, Washington Monuments is kind of cool. But, like, yeah, Washington... I don't know. They're like, they don't need to make it political <laughs> at the bottom. I guess the they list, do. The, the, all the, uh, all the other teams are. Yeah. Well, no, that never mind. Cause there's a fucking wizards in the NBA. <laughs> so that throws that right out the window at the bottom. Um, it goes renegades, Arlington's mm. hogs. And then the last two are clearly the underdogs is the Washington Trumps or the Washington snowflakes <laughs> at 500 <laughs> to one. <laughs> Uh, I hate so, I hate to say it. I would put a few dollars down for the Washington Trumps because if anyone has the power to just do it on his own, it's the president <laughs> of the United States. Who's going to tell me no? I want to do this. This is the name of this team. Oh yeah, he, I might I might reinvest. I might you know reinvest my four hundred one k into betting on that and bank my retirement on it. So I'll let you know how it pans out. Um, but you can do better than that. So. If you were hired today, Dan Snyder calls you up and says, hey, I'm a big fan of the show. been listening since day one. Um, first time, long time. Just calling in. I can't wrap my mind around this name change. I don't know what to do. 
these names that have been suggested, they all stink. I think they're stupid. I need something that's really going to really gonna stick, really going to get butts in the seats this, this year. Soapy, help me. What do I do? And then does he thank me and then say that he's going to hang up and listen? <laughs> you, you, you advise him to hold the phone like a pizza because you can't quite hear him too well. <laughs> Shout out Felger and Mass. Um, and then you say, Dan, 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 hang up the phone so we can answer your question. Now uh, we're here. Now we're back to live. For, for the uh, audio only listeners, I'm, I'm uh, stretching my hands out the mm-hmm. way that you see before someone does something that, uh, you know, Big, they're a professional at. About to drop some bombs. Yeah. Soap bomb. Oh, man. All right. Um, the first one is questionable. Um, I would say it's, it's vulgar, uh-huh. but it's not, it's not offensive. Okay. So, and, and I'll preface it by saying this. All of these names, they're not representative of like, oh, what's, what else is from Washington? Like fucking presidents have lived here. Mm. No, none of that shit. Uh, these are all football-only names. They have to do with football plays, football slang, Football, whatever. Mm-hmm. All right. Yep. So number one, the Washington that time of the months. Oh, because there's no better place than the red zone. Oh shit, that right? is a good one. Yeah, I can't see that going wrong at all. No, um, if that doesn't work, uh, the that was one. One A mm-hmm. is uh, the Washington monetary crotches, depending on whether they play a nickel or dime package. <laughs> yeah. It really depends on who their opponent is. So that doesn't, you know, Game that might be decision. a little too specific, specific for, uh, uh, you know, their permanent nickname, mm-hmm. but could be a secondary nickname. Washington dimes is kind of a dope name. Ooh, I do like that. Okay. All right. Um, the Washington pizza delivery drivers. Mm-hmm. Because there's nothing more important than taking it to the house. <laughs> Do most sports teams have like a designated slogan like that to go along with their name? I assume these slogan. could be used in a commercial or like uh, if, the, mm. if these guys want to brand themselves with fucking Pizza Hut. Um, yes. Here we Good go. Cease and desist, by the way. Yep. 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 Mm. Um, next, the Washington, and this guy's from Atlanta, but. The Washington ludicrous hit singles mm-hmm. because you don't know when Dwayne Haskins might need to roll out. <laughs> <laughs> I, I haven't heard a name worse out of you than any of those suggested ones so far. So this is, this is the home run. Yeah. They can't go wrong. Mm-mm. Wait, wait till we get to the end. At the end, I'll have, um, I decided to name, Defense, special teams, and offense. So, okay, excellent. Uh, next, the Washington Aeronautic Broomsticks. Because mm-hmm. I don't know who they have in their backfield, but I could see them running the jet sweep. Yeah, sure. Great we, play. We've seen it from many teams. I've damn near seen every team run the jet sweep. <laughs> Absolutely foolproof. Sundays, Mondays, pull, and Thursdays. Pull the left guard. Get, get the ball in open field, and like Scotty Pippen said, get the hell out of the way. <laughs> Touchdown. Touchdown, Washington. Ludacris six. starts blaring on the loudspeakers. Give me six. 
Is, uh, God. is AP still on, on the Redskins or no? I don't know, bro. I yeah. think so. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. He had a good season. Yeah. Wherever like, the fuck he side was note, I feel like Washington has been like, they might be the most like forgettable franchise the last like 20 years. Yes. They've never been good. They had a brief little stint with like RG3 and Kirk Cousins and stuff. Besides that, like I often forget they're even, they're just so beyond irrelevant. <laughs> like I don't see a, a Washington dynasty coming in my lifetime. No. And by um, dynasty, I mean like consistent playoff run. They stink now. I can't imagine them making the playoffs in the next five, six, seven, eight years. It's just funny because um, obviously with the Cowboys being in the NFC East, they're also the most televised team in, in the league, yeah. uh, short of like the Patriots. So yeah. every time that the, uh, the Cowboys are on Sunday night football, it'll be like, yeah, Cowboys come into the week five and two. Uh, Giants are, are right behind them at four and three. So are the Eagles. Uh, and then rounding out the standings in the NFC East are the Washington Redskins at fucking 0 and 18 somehow. Uh, yeah. They're just <laughs> it's yep. brutal. Brutal. All right. Uh next one. Mm-hmm. The Washington funny body parts to get a haircut. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this is because of my favorite play in, in football. Mm-hmm. The back shoulder fade. <laughs> <laughs> my my only I I don't want you to again be offended by this mm-hmm. um did it cross your mind at all that the names might be a little long for like jerseys and like marketing and merch sales and stuff or no i don't think so i think i don't either they I don't need either. to get the point no, across good. yeah they're good um, <laughs> when's the last time you went to your barber and got a back shoulder fade before covid <laughs> i assume um yeah i usually have him hit him hit me with a, a two on, on on the left side and a three on the right Ooh, that's clean, clean cuts. Yeah, yeah, and then uh, and then he lines up my packs. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Why wouldn't he? Um, that's a good one. Certainly a good one. Uh, the Washington traffic intersections where newspapers are delivered, mm-hmm. which is my next favorite play in football. The corner route. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. Uh, I assume the Redskins will be, or sorry, the whatever team name they choose, <laughs> they'll be running plenty of these um, this season. So you have very to, appropriate. Bro. Have to have to keep a have to keep a, a pretty open playbook. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you want to, if you want success in this league, I'll tell you that much. Um, okay, let's 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 try and fast forward a little bit for time, if if, if you can. Yeah. We're, Do you want to hit those specific ones you had teased us with earlier? There, there's one more and then the specific ones. Okay, go ahead. So this last one, again, Dwayne Haskins. Um, pretty pretty unseasoned. Yeah, he just uh, – what is he, in his second year? He will be, yeah. He, yeah, he, could, okay. use some, he could use some seasoning. Yeah. One He's a little thing bland you, right now. <laughs> you got to be aware, uh, aware of so much as a quarterback, but this, this name is really to kind of emphasize um, something that he needs to work on. Mm-hmm. which is if they were to be named the Washington obvious and deliberate parenting techniques. Hold on. I want to try and guess some of these. So, mm-hmm. Say it, say the name one more time. I wish we <laughs> did that from the beginning. The Washington obvious and deliberate parenting techniques. Obvious and, deliberate. and this is an offensive or a defensive play. 
offensive? Um, it's something that the quarterback does. I don't know what. Intentional grounding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's wonderful. Damn it. I, I, if you should have told me this was like a fucking, should have made a game show out of this. I know. Damn, Damn. those are good. All right. Now we get to uh, the real, this is the hot stuff. This is the, yeah, the yeah, stuff yeah, that yeah. I think will actually apply. We, we, these are, uh, are we saving this for the, the paid podcast or are we putting this on the free? Uh, Give it to him free. free. Give it to him free. It's been through enough. Yeah. Next episode, though. Next episode, we do a bit like this. Hey, I'm going to say this now. Somebody's going to pay for it. Yeah. <laughs> this has got to get paid for eventually. My pockets will be turned inside out um, waiting for that moolah. Yeah. All right. So, let's go. Wrap us up here. All right, this, this actually goes in the order of um, special teams, offense, and defense. Mm-hmm. So special okay. teams, the Washington mm-hmm. Bananas, because they got to split the uprights. <laughs> of course. Any good kicker will tell you that. Yeah. Uh, the offense. <laughs> mm-hmm. This is going to sound simple. The Washington All-Stars. It's pretty simple, yeah. Do, do you know why? No. So <laughs> for our similarly aged listeners, the Washington All-Stars, because they need oh, to play. Oh, I got it. I got it. I got it. Smash mouth football. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. That's a good one. Perfect. Nice. And we're on the same, we're on the same wavelength. All right. This is the last one. I hope you get this one. Bro, I'm buying Washington season tickets at this point. <laughs> Even if they don't have fans in the stands. I'll fucking play. And Take my season. money. Go ahead. All right. Last one. This is for the defense. All right. I, I hope you know this reference because I honestly don't know how popular this is. Okay. The Washington Octomoms. Does this have something to do with eight? Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know. So Octomom is a, a, a woman who had eight, eight whatever kids. the – name is for twins yeah yeah this is when the defense needs to have eight in the box oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh that's wonderful bro i can't <laughs> wait to get that oh man that went that fresh home home red dwayne haskins octomom jersey that's just gonna look tight that's just gonna hit that's gonna kill this fall bro yeah shit i need that for show yeah. Hey, sometimes you need to have sure. that. Uh, who, who do they pull in to serious question? Who do they pull in as the eighth? Is it? Uh, you got, so let's you see. Have, four down. Yeah, you linemen, have four, right? four linemen, four linebackers. Okay. Or like four, three and a safety or something like that. So, yeah. Um, I think the defense could rally around a name like that. Bunch of Octomoms. Absolutely, man. Then you get actual <laughs> Octomom to like, be a mascot and just give birth on the sideline throughout the game wait you know who red panda is that um Mm. so so she's the um asian lady who she Mm. performs at half times of shows where she's on stilts and she flips oh yeah yeah. her head yeah yeah, Yeah. yeah. so we could have octomom flipping all eight of her children onto her head and hopefully they somehow balance yes that seems totally totally fine 
Mm-hmm. Um, hell of an insurance policy, yeah. but definitely worth the risk. <laughs> um, cool. That, that's good stuff. Let's, let's wrap up there. This is a great episode. That's I really fun. hope people listen to this. That was yeah. very insightful from your end. And then tied it all back with just some straight gritty sports talk. <laughs> that's, what the, that's what the people come here for. You, you, there's hundreds, millions of podcasts out there. I'll say this. When I go to investor meetings and whatnot, I don't know if this is the best podcast on the internet. I don't know if it's the worst podcast on the internet, but it's probably the most unique sports podcast you'll listen to today. Oh, for sure. Specifically today, whatever, July 7th. I don't even know how to, I don't even know what's right in the description on this one when we release it. It's weird because we started off very serious and then we ended even more seriously. Yes, but when you get to the, the, the PB&J of the sandwich, <laughs> it's something. <laughs> it's something else. Um, cool. All right, ma'am. Good stuff today. So thank you for your insightful insight. And I hope you have a great rest of your evening. Oh, last thing. Mm-hmm. Um, we can say this on the show. Uh, oh we are in the process of booking a potential guest for the next episode. Yeah, got some guests. And, and we can also say, yeah, multiple guests. Mm-hmm. And we can also say, I'm not going to give a clue as to who it is. No. It, it actually is a pretty big, um, like it's a real winning athlete. But yeah. we also have to say, there's always a chance that people can bail. So that's why I don't want to give too much. Yeah, yeah, away, yeah. But, no, but we, we, do, we do have some, some insights coming on the show, which will be nice. We're going to talk a lot of Celtics a lot of preview into the bubble. We have some people from Celtics media um, who we're lucky enough to have join us. So good, good, good point there. We're, we're probably going to try and stick to a, a once a week release of kind of these, our go-to typical type of episodes like tonight. Um, but it's cool to see some traction from some real guests who are getting involved with the show as well. So we're going to release those as well. Obviously outside of, you know, friends of the program like Jad and Shawnee O and whoever else wants to come on. That is obviously always an open invite. Mm-hmm. Um, but any, anyone else you guys know who you think might benefit from coming on, who might have a good story to tell, who wants to, who you think might fit in well with what we talk about. Um, let us know, man. We're all ears. Um, happy to have anyone on anytime. And we'll we'll go from there. We'll see y'all next time. Peace. Later. We out of here, baby. We out of here, baby. We out of here, baby. Swag out of honey climbing, baby. Yeah. Lights of a dawn. Lights keep blowing. Coming in the club with that fresh shit on. With something crazy on my arm. Uh-uh-uh. Here's another hit. Barry Bond.